You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, and I'm here with Dennis of the band Invasion. Hello, hello. Invasion is pronounced Invasion, but it's spelled I-N-V-S-N for our uh, listeners. Uh, Why'd you guys decide to leave out some vowels? Well, we're a Swedish band, and uh, we used to be called Invasionen, which is a Swedish name, and it's spelled a bit, it's spelled like Invasion with the E-N at the end, but then we decided to do like an English record in English, and we're like, it would be awkward to be called Invasionen, so then we decided let's be called Invasion, but then there's like a million bands called Invasion, so our drummer said, just leave out some letters, and we can still call ourselves Invasionen in Swedish and Invasion in English, that's why. I like it, that works. <laughs> so since most of you guys have played in like very notable bands, uh, such as Refused and International Noise Conspiracy, um, you've been like labeled a super group a little bit. <laughs> um, is that bothersome or no? No, I mean, it, it's... I think when when I was younger and I mean the first like when Refuse broke up in the 90s uh, and and you start a new band that could be kind of a bummer that people are like oh it's that guy from that band but I mean it, it is our past it's like it's what we've done and it's accomplishments that we're immensely proud of uh, I mean you know if, if it would be a proper supergroup uh, maybe the the level of uh, crowd participation would would be uh, in, in par with that but I mean, it's just, we're a bunch of friends. We've known each other forever, and, and uh, it just so happened that we have a very uh, solid resume of bands that we've been in. And this is the first North American tour for Invasion? No, it's not. We actually did uh, two tours, like, uh, four years, three and four years ago we did a touring, but it was one of those awkward things where we, we did a support band tour and no one really paid mind, and the second tour we did, the label we at the time did not care. It was like one of those weird tours when you're touring and the only people that know that we're playing in town are the people that are friends with me on Facebook. It was not great. So it's like the first proper like we have a record out, we have a label to support us, it's, it's, we're playing Rive Fest. It's like the first proper uh, really tour that, uh, you know, so that in that sense it's good, yeah. So something that you guys have been doing that I love is that you've been doing a Spotify playlist for every city that you've played in. Yeah. Uh, so do you guys take turns doing it, or is it a collaborative thing? It's a collaborative thing. We sit in the van, and we're like, oh, what bands do we like from this city? And then we all get to pick and choose, and we try to make it diverse, both, like, you know, gender diverse and, like, like time-wise and such, new music, old music. So it's, it's a fun thing to do when you're, like, bored in the van. What's the favorite one you guys have done so far? I mean, for me, it's always like DC because it was like birth of American hardcore and you know, like the DC hardcore thing with minor threats. So that was that's always my favorite. There's no solution, no miracles. Just another night, just another night. There's no salvation, anything at all. Just another night, just another night. Just another night, just another night. 
switch gears a little bit and ask you some serious questions. So a lot of your music is about rebellion and like really serious political things and you know, just some like heavy stuff, which is really important. But I'm curious because Americans right now have been struggling so much with like dissent and how to rebel and things like that. So I'm curious if you guys actively participate in something outside of just your music to seek sort of that change in the world? I used to way more than I do now. It's one of those things where uh, when I was young, I was very much a political activist in like in the best and worst sort of way. And then as I grew older, like, like I'm a great frontman of a band. I, I do music really well. And I think the music is very much a part of a political platform. Because if we look at exactly what you're saying with America, the way it looks right now, political ideas are void. Like, there's nothing going on. And you you have uh, Trump as a president. That says a lot about, like, the political climate of the world. And I think that art, culture, music has, like, a large hole to fill because music used to be all about ideas. It used to be all about, like, expression and be all about uh, revolution and rebellion, dissent. That was, like, rock music. And now it's, like, a tightly packaged, commodified, <laughs> crowd-pleasing kind of thing. And I think that's a bummer because I think music has the power to sort of uh, cut through the bullshit, if, if, if you so will. For me, I, I took a kind of conscious decision that if I'm going to do music, I, I do this 100% and that would be my contribution because I think like what we do on stage with Invasion, with like just the feminist ideas that we have and have Sarah and Kiki in the band, that's worth more than 2000 flyers, you know? So I think it's just my way of uh, working politically, yeah. I'm glad to hear you say that, because I feel like, at least in my circle, there's been a lot of, like, artists and musicians sort of working through how to re-energize yeah. that sort of scene for us, so. Yeah, I, I think the, the, the issue is that, uh, for a long time, I think one of the things that happened with music is that it, it's such a potential power that it got trivialized, and everyone's oh, it just, it just pop, you know? It, it doesn't mean anything. And I think for, for a long time, musicians and artists didn't speak about political issues, and now, we with this, this crisis that America's in, a lot of people are like, how do we find our political voice? How do we speak out? How do we do um, stuff that's creative and, and constructive and, and, you know, great? And it's a hard thing. I mean, I've been doing this my entire life. I, I came out of the womb screaming about revolution, and that's just how I've been. I'm going to be the rest of my life. There's plenty of times in my life where it hindered my career just because a lot of times people don't want to hear a Swedish loudmouth talk about like overthrowing capitalism. It's never been like an image choice. It's just who we are as people it's, and I think that music should be a powerful force and I don't take it lightly. The, the minutes we get on stage, I don't take that lightly. I think it's super serious. I mean, you guys do that really well. It's it's definitely spoken to me, especially the last album. Thank you so much. And I mean, with every record, you try to find a different sort of angle to it and a different approach and touch on different subjects. And, and I mean, that's the cool thing about music, that everyone has their own interpretations and their ideas of what we do, which is fine because I don't... And, and this is an important part for people listening. I'm not the guy with the answers. I'm just a guy that has a lot of ideas and a lot of questions and a lot of, like... Okay, what if? And, you know, like, music is like a force that opened my mind and to realize that another world is possible, another way of living, another way of being. And I think that's what we want to sort of project with our music. A lot of times I'll talk about political issues and people don't have to agree, but that's the beauty of art. You know, it challenges people and it makes people think and it makes people go, oh, I don't agree with that. And then you go home and think about it. No, that guy was crazy. And I think that's, that's a cool thing about art, you know.
too that I feel like Beautiful Stories, even in the title, like the, the name of the album is Beautiful Stories, and even in the title it seems hopeful. So are you, are you hopeful for our future? Yeah, yeah, I am a, a very optimistic person. Even though we play kind of gloomy, dark music, I, I'm, I, I am an optimist. I believe in us as a collective. Uh, I'm a socialist, which means that I believe that if we do stuff together, things will be better. If you fall down, I'll pick you up. If I fall down, you pick me up. That's kind of like my definition of that. And I, I do believe that um, the crisis, not only of America, but of the world, is something that can unify people and also kind of challenge, you know, our moral compass and challenge like stuff that we take for granted. Because I mean, everyone's like, oh, freedom of speech. And do you have a precedent now that that wants to prevent people from speaking their mind? And I think that's a good thing. I think I, I see hope in Bernie Sanders. I see hope what happened in the, in the election in that sense. And I think like that the circus that's going on right now can't go on for much longer. So there, there's there's hopeful things out there. But some days you wake up and you're like, oh man, this is this is horrible. But but I try to I try to be an optimistic person. Well, that's all the time we have. Is there anything you'd like to say to the good folks of Chicago before we sign off? Just check out our band if you like music. We're touring America. Come and hang out. And you know, just I'm very happy to be here. It's a, it is always a privilege and an honor to be able to play music, to be able to travel from Sweden, come to Chicago and hang out. It's Fantastic. And I, I don't I don't take that lightly. I don't take that for granted. Well, thank you so much for speaking with me, Dennis. Thank you so much. This has been Amanda Rasco Mayo for Trip Radio with Dennis of Invasion. Find this and other interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Chirp Radio, hear what's next.